Welcome to the Divine Segment with Josephine Miner. Today's divine segment with me Josephine Miner. Now you all know by now that I love telling stories. <laughs> yes, I love telling stories. And I'm going to share a story with you today. Now, I once had a story of a little boy who lived in the United States during the Great Depression in the 1930s. He and his family had very little money with which to live. He made a little boat out of a piece of wood and played with it every day in a nearby stream. It was his only toy. Much to his horror, one day the current captured the boat and carried it away. Not many days after this, he was walking downtown and noticed his little boat in the window of a second-hand store. He went in and said to the store owner, "That's my boat you have in your window. It's mine. I made it." The store owner replied, "Son, I paid a price for that boat. If you want it back, you'll only have to pay for it." The boy worked for many days doing every kind of odd job that he could to earn the pennies that it would take to buy back his boat. Finally, he had the required amount. He went back to the store, and there was his boat still in the window. He excitedly went into the store and purchased it again. He then took it back to the stream to play. As he gently put it into the water, he said to the boat, "I made you and I paid for you. You are twice owned." Isn't that what the master has done for you and me, my dear listener? He made you and me, and he paid the price of his son for you and me. We are twice his. He has not only redeemed you and me, but he has also chosen you and me for a special purpose. Today, he has a purpose for all that he has invested. The Bible says in the book of 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 to 10, "But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light." who once were not a people but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy you and i my dear listener belong to a people that are scattered throughout the nations yet you belong to the people of God a generation chosen by him for his purposes regardless of your circumstances you and i have a destiny and a responsibility to affect our generation with the strategy and wisdom of God. So how can we gain wisdom? How can you and me gain wisdom? 
Wisdom from the Lord must be imparted in order to have a successful strategy for saving this generation. Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 2 says that we each need to know, hear and apply wisdom. Wisdom is key. According to scripture, wisdom can be found in six places. Number one, in Christ. The Bible says in the book of Colossians chapter 2 verse 2 to 3, attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. That's the Bible in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 to 25. And it's very clear that our wisdom is found in Christ. Also, number two, we can gain our wisdom in the fear of the Lord. And we find that in the book of Psalms 111, verse 10. And this is what it says. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. Again, we have the book of Proverbs, chapter 2, verse 6. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Also, let's go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 15, verse 33. And this is what it says. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Number three, how can we gain wisdom? In sacrificial living. And this is found in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1. And this is what it says. I beseech you thereof, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable sacrifice. Again, the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11 to 12 says, Because this was in your heart, and you have not asked riches or wealth or honor or in the life of your enemies, nor have you asked long life, but a vast wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may judge my people, over whom I have made you king, wisdom, knowledge, are granted to you. I will give you riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had who were before you, nor shall any after you have the like. We know this is from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11 to 12, when God was having, you know, uh, this conversation with David. He promised him wisdom because David asked for wisdom. And when he asked for wisdom, God ultimately gave it to him and so much more. So what are we saying? Wisdom can be found in asking. There's somewhere in the Bible where it says that if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of it. My dear listener, you can find wisdom by simply asking God to grant it to you. He is a faithful God. He will give unto you exactly what you ask him if it is in accordance to his perfect will. If any one of you lacks wisdom, that's the book of James chapter 1 verse 5. If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given to him. All right? 
So you ask for it. Hello? Ask for wisdom if you need it today. Ask our Heavenly Father. He will do exactly that. He will give you that wisdom that you require to apply in that particular area of your life. We can also find wisdom through life experiences. James says in the book of James chapter 1 verse 2 to 5, My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Again, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 14, verse 16, A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. My dear listener, wisdom is a very important aspect that you and I need daily in our lives. What is the fruit of wisdom? Wisdom is personified as a woman in the book of Proverbs. But foolishness, the opposite of wisdom, is also exemplified as a woman. This foolish woman is known as the harlot. These two personifications teach much about wisdom and evil, what to pursue, what to watch out for, and what to impact to the next generation. Today, my dear listener, my prayer is that we will remember that if we need wisdom, God will graciously give it unto us. And just like we mentioned the story of the little boy, remember, you have been purchased twice. All right? You are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. Today, live like that royal priesthood, that holy nation, that chosen generation that has been set aside, set apart for a noble purpose. What's your purpose? Today I challenge you, discover who you truly are and what you are called to do. We have come to the end of today's devotion. You have been with me, Josephine Minor, on the Divine Segment. I will see you again tomorrow, same time, same place, right here on Timeless Radio, your timeless companion. Oh